This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Ebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. To the morning drive on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Happy Friday to you and uh, look forward to hearing from you today with Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. Come to you this morning from the First United Bank studio as per usual. And we have uh, the usual ways to uh, access this. Nothing new today. No no smoke signals uh, yet, uh, although you never know. That may, be, that may be coming. Wouldn't that be cool? Yates Flooring Center chat line is open. Go to DoubleT973.com for that or the mobile app. And, of course, the Visual Edge IT hotline at 806-771-0973. Uh, smoke signals. You ever thought about that? No, I have I've not. Okay. And I can assure you of all the things that, you know, we're going to try to come up with. <laughs> that one seems unlikely, but okay. you just never know. I, I, I'm going to bet that Jeff remembers this show. I'm going to bet that you do not. But uh, if you kind of look back in the day into the oh, early to mid-60s, the old campy a uh, TV show called F Troop, okay? Uh, F Troop. They, uh, they had smoke signals on F Troop. Did they? From the Indians, yeah. Okay. And, uh, I mean, it, you know, <laughs> F Troop's kind of like, uh, you know, a lot of shows that, you know, had uh, had a, a person that was somewhat sensible, that was in charge, that was always befuddled by the idiocy that was around him. And then uh, you had uh, a guy that would you could say could be me or Jeff uh, that was like uh, the lieutenant, you know, kind of he wasn't in charge, but kind of in charge. But he kind of helped out the guy that was in charge. And sometimes the guy that was in charge really didn't need his help. Okay. So. okay. <laughs> Does any of this sound any of this sound familiar to you? Well, you called it the F troop. I think we're a troop of Fs. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that show, Jeff? F Troop. Uh, yeah, uh, it wasn't one of in my regular rotation, but right. I've, I've watched it a few times. Yeah, yeah. The the blonde was hot though. Okay, the blonde was hot. That's true. Don't remember her name. Don't That's remember true. the character's name. Right. Just remember she was hot. Yeah. Now that you've now that you've put that into my brain, I would. Uh, I would absolutely uh, agree with that. All right, we have uh, lots of baseball for you. But she the... wasn't allowed at your Super Bowl party though. Uh, you know, it's it's not that they weren't allowed. It was just that the, it was just to bait the trap, okay? And <laughs> and that and that certainly that certainly worked. Man, it's a it's amazing the things that you that you remember. Uh, you say such member memorable things. Mm-hmm. It's it's just that you're you're very good at your job. You say memorable things. Yeah, you know, I, I, good at my job. I I, I I've, I've kind of had some doubting. Thoughts about that here lately? Not not seem to be as quite as good this year's as previous years. In, in all aspects of in all aspects of life. So just you know, I'm in a bit. I feel like uh, Gavin Cash right now. I'm in a little bit of a slump. So <laughs> okay, okay. I need to I need to I need to come out and get some hits. Okay, just just get some hits. Speaking of hits, uh, Red Raiders will take on Sam Houston State tonight. We'll have it for you at six from the ballpark. 
And then 6.30, play-by-play uh, play today. They take on Sam Houston State today, tomorrow, and Sunday afternoon. So give, give us the kind of the thought on this series. I mean, it's, it's certainly one you don't want to lose, right? <laughs> um, but can you, can you gain a whole lot from it, I guess is my question. I, you know, I, I just, I mean, these are games that are in front of you, obviously, and mm-hmm. um, you're you're fighting for every RPI point possible at this point, mm-hmm. and you're trying to get things, you're trying to quote unquote click. You know, I right. don't know if this team has ever clicked. You know, at times the offense has clicked, or mm-hmm. starting pitching has clicked, but the bullpen hasn't clicked, and so you're just trying to find that point where. You know, a lot of times coaches will say, I think uh, we haven't played our best baseball or we haven't played our best football yet. You know, I think you're still trying to get there. And there's not a lot of the season left. So Not a lot of clicks left, is there? Another opportunity to uh, to try to get closer to, to playing at your best. Yeah, yeah. And But this is a... This is a weekend, right, where yes, it you is. could get uh, – <laughs> smart guy. This is a weekend, though, where you could get a little momentum heading into the next two – the final two Big, big 12 season games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Games? I mean, I, I guess you could, but it just all depends on what you do with it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that's why, you know, I don't think the fan base is going to be – riled up excited if you yeah. if you were to sweep Sam Houston State this weekend which I, I think would be a, a really great re- weekend yeah um but I don't uh, because it's it's what you do in big 12 games so that matter at this point to you know the fans are looking at big 12 championship and beating teams that you're really passionate about beating so you know d- and just you know, try to get to the point where you're playing really good baseball in every aspect of the game, and I think that's what you you're doing right now, okay. trying to figure that out. And and maybe maybe this is one where they 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 walk out of here and they go, hey, we we pitched well, we hit well, we relieved well, and you know we won three games, and man, we feel like you know it's finals are out of the way, and it's nothing but baseball, and let's go, let's go now. Nah, yeah, yeah, do it again on Tuesday. Right, and then do it again when it really matters. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right. No, I, yeah. I understand. I understand. Yeah. yeah, and and speaking of Tuesday, you'll you'll start that game um, against Abilene Christian in the hole, and wouldn't that be something if you came back and won that game? That'd be good. That'd be a little. That'd be a little momentum, kind of lighter, right, so to speak. A little campfire starter, mm-hmm. you know, and going. Okay, hey, let's go out and kick these boys' butts. Yeah, I. I if you're not. If you haven't kind of felt my flow this morning, I think that my, I guess I, I obviously I want to see you play well this weekend. Obviously I want um, to see all the things that I just talked about, just trying to, to get to the point where you're playing at your best mm-hmm. as a group collectively. But I feel like none of it means you will keep doing it. I'm just saying, do it now. That's great, but you got to do it next Friday when it mat- really matters yeah. on the road, which has been tougher for this team and all that kind of stuff. So, I, I don't, I don't. I guess I'm not leaning heavily on any momentum you can take from this weekend. Okay, and, and you you cite that or base that based on kind of how the whole season has gone and 
Did she just have not been able to kind of get the ball rolling, so to speak? Exactly. You you just haven't been able to continue things. It's been up and down, up and down. Yeah. So until you see, you know, the Red Raiders really play well. And, and I mean, I think you saw some of that and, and Norman. I think you I think you played pretty well for the most part in, in Manhattan, except you had a couple bullpen, bullpen collapses. Um but until you see that at West Virginia, a good baseball team, then you're just not going to know what's going to happen there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 609 this morning here on the morning drive. Thoughts, comments, Yates Flooring Center chat line, our uh, F Troop Blonde. Yep. You're right, Jeff. Melody Patterson was her name. And uh, I still have the little F Troop, um, you know, TV theme in my head. It was. Let's see. Wait, wait. That's not it. That sounded like the Aggie War. No, no, no. It wasn't. It was. I get it. I'll get it. See, I told you I was in a bit of a slump. I'm I'm not stacking success either, you know, so I need a little momentum, a little momentum builder too. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Morning Drive on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Somebody wants to know with regard to the Alabama baseball coach, did he collect the winnings? Well, there's another guy there. The, the, I guess the presumed assumption would be that he was going to get a cut of that. Sure. That would be the presumed assumption. That'd be my guess. Uh, was he, wasn't he? was he betting them to lose? Yes. Uh, he heard he changed out starting pitchers. The starting pitcher was scratched uh, because of a, a back tightness, and they went with another guy, and so he tipped off his, we're going to say buddy, or his cohort, uh, his co-conspirator, which, again, that was bef- it was before uh, the scratch was announced so that he could place the bet before anybody would kind of get wind of it. But they got wind of like, okay, why is this guy betting on this obscure LSU-Alabama game, right? Yeah. That yeah. that was that was probably the thing that uh, uh, kind of stood out to them. Uh, this just goes to show you that enough is never enough. Yeah, or that, you know, greed gets in the way of a lot of things. Or it's just a fun thing for him to do. Yeah. He just enjoys gambling. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, somebody disagrees with Jeff. He says, I think the greatest player to ever game play the game calling in the booth is a pretty big deal. Ratings for his first call would be way up there. I don't know how much bigger the NFL can get. I mean, it's already, I mean, when you're, when your draft coverage is, uh, dwarfing NBA playoff games, um, <laughs> I mean, not just beating them, but just like smashing them. No. It's not a fair fight right now. For the NFL versus the NBA yeah. Yeah, and anything? Yeah, yeah, you're probably right about NBA's, that. NBA's done it to themselves. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah but, you know, I, I, I think it is a... I don't know, some of us just are more interested in the broadcasters than others. Yeah, no, I think that's it's, that's fair to, to pin that yeah. on me. Yeah. 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 No, so, I mean, I've, I've made that. I, I understand where Jeff is coming from. I understand where Chuck is coming from. I, I just thought it was. In, I just thought it was interesting. That's it. I mean, I just thought it was I, one. I'd missed that part on the Colin Cowherd, but I thought it was interesting that there was this. There's this thought now that he will never do it. Uh, just because you're a great player doesn't necessarily make you a great coach or a great broadcaster either. Oh, that's fair. That's you very know? true. I mean, there have been plenty of uh, players who are like, but they turn out to be. Wow, that guy's awesome. I mean, very. It's very rare that the great player is a great coach, 
um, and very rare that the great coach or the great player is a great broadcaster. I mean, there have been there have been there have been more than a handful, but I mean, there have been more than a handful that have not not gone well. Uh, for the Lubbock Cooper Pirates today, this this game for them is a chance to eliminate Caprock as they won over Caprock last night, three to two. That's right, good game. So um, so good on the Pirates, and uh, if game two is necessary, excuse me, if game three is necessary, it would be played uh, immediately. Right yeah, tonight. Okay. Uh, other scores from yesterday: Idaloo beat Friona eleven to one and sixteen to two, so they advance. And then uh, Estacado was a loser to. Uh, Glen Rose yesterday, 11-1. to 1. And then we'll have uh, game one of a series that uh, Friendship takes on with El Paso Eastwood tonight at 7. That'll be on Sunny 97.7. Okay, and you can also download the Sunny 97.7 app if you have not done that. If you've got uh, relatives out of town that want to hear this, you know, aunts, uncles, grandma, whatever, grandpa, you know, if he's awake, you know, because they have a tendency to fall asleep in their chairs, I think, but... Mm, Eight forty-five, nine o'clock. We telling personal stories now. Could be, yeah. <laughs> could could be, could be. Uh, then uh, tomorrow, friendship and El Paso Eastwood will play at uh, high noon again on Sunny ninety-seven-seven, and there could be two games for that. Okay, so that that kind of gets you uh, gets you up to date on the on that scenario. Okay, mm-hmm. I saw this last night, and um, so. Uh, it's it's interesting to me. K.J. Allen, um, who has been in the uh, portal for over a month, has announced he'll transfer to Portland State. Um, the head coach there, Jace Coburn, is excited to have him, Jamie. That's good. So, um, you know, he didn't play a whole lot here. He played uh, an average 2.2 uh, points per ball game and 1.9 rebound per game. Uh, eight and a half minutes in 46 uh, career games here uh, for the Red Raiders. Always felt like he was a bit of a tweener, didn't have a perfect fit at this level, but sure did love his energy and effort that he played with. Yeah. So, so anyway, so uh, good for him. Not, not tall enough to play with the bigs, not mm-hmm. fast enough to play with guards, just kind of caught in the middle. But, man, dude, dude would work. Six six two fifty five, and 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 probably uh, if he just kind of takes a, a step down just a little bit in terms of, you know, the from a power five to a, a league like that, might have a chance to really thrive. Maybe you know, and you know, for him, you know, thriving might be, hey, can I get good enough to go play in Europe, and and make some coin for a few years, and then get started on life, right? Maybe. I, I don't I don't know what all his goals are. I don't know what all these guys' goals are, but I, I think I think if you become a Division One uh, basketball player um, and you're and you're playing and you're or you're coming off the bench and having a significant role, my my thought would be that unless you're just burned out on it and you're 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 ready to start your career, that if you have the talent and the ability and somebody's willing to do it. And willing to pay you, I would. Th- I think it would be awesome if you could have that European experience for a few years. Yeah, I'm sure some guys would like that. I'm sure that there are other guys out there that, that, are, that say, "Hey, I'm just going to move on with the, yeah. my career." Maybe that's as I, I want to start coaching, and so you know, I'll get into being a grad assistant somewhere, or I'm going to be an engineer, uh, uh, or yeah, doctor, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I don't want to discount that there are student athletes out there that. Uh, 
care about the academic side of it yeah. as well. You hope that that you hope that that's the case because there's just not enough slots for everybody to go be a pro somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they've got to go and have a an eight to fiver. You know, and maybe even eight to five thirty. You know, in some aspects, God help you if you have to work past six. I mean, you may have to may have to scuffle a little bit. Watch out for the traffic. <laughs> six thirty six uh, this morning here on the morning drive. I heard again yesterday that, and I'm just going to take this at face value that the part of the strategy for Texas Tech not to fill out their coaching staff is they. Uh, it, they get a little bit more leeway in terms of their visits and who they can have conversations with and how many they can have and all those all those kinds of things. So um, there's clearly a plan, and uh, we don't always have to be privy to all the plans. In fact, we probably shouldn't be privy to all the plans. You know, maybe not. So, um, so for people like me who was you know kind of jumping off the edge the other day, uh, worried about how quiet it is, maybe it's it's. Clearly quiet for a reason. It, I, I guess. I, I'm I'm sure that there are players out there that Coach McCaslin has gone after that we didn't reel in that mm-hmm. he would have loved to have sure. been able to announce as sure. future Red Raiders. So mm-hmm. I don't want to act like it's completely part of the plan, but mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like there's a strategy going on. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> while I'm not ready to panic, mm-hmm. I, I do think that I'm right now, the reality for me right now is that you, you might have to take a little step back here to, to get back to where you want to be. So that's why I'm tempering my expectations in my mind. And that's kind of what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, don't ever try to let myself get too high before something actually happens. And so I'm accepting the thought that you might not be an NCAA tournament team next year. We'll see. Have you ever... I mean, if you're taking a step back from where you were last year, you were also not a tournament team last year. Right, right. So how so is you've it... you've got to step forward if you're going to get there. How much of a step back is it? I mean... And that's the great, great question. You know, how much of a step back question is, is it? I hate the step back, Chuck. <laughs> sure. I, I, it's just, I think it's used too much in basketball. Do you allow your daughter much. to do the step back? Um, we do not work on the step back. <laughs> no step back three. I am not a fan of the, the step lens, back. The lints aren't, uh, don't, don't, uh, don't subject themselves well, to the step back. We try to get to the rim and finish near the rim. <laughs> We're not trying to be, you know, Kobe Bryant. Okay. Has, has anybody ever suggested to you that maybe you should try the roller coaster of life and, and being too high and being too low as opposed to this even keel, uh, calm nature that you have about yourself? I don't know if suggested, but I mean, I sit next to a guy for three hours a day that pretty much lives his life that way. So, I, I mean, I feel like I, you're not envious by osmosis. I could pick up that style. I choose not to. Yeah. Oh, I've been told. I've been told that probably for 40 years. How did you live that? Really close to your life. The highs are high. Lows are low. <laughs> Who are you talking to? Myself. Somebody with marbles in your mouth, their yeah, was, mouth. Yeah, it was a guy that used to tell me that all the time. This this from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Back to Chuck worried about the sausage mix before it's even cut off the pig. That's well said. That's well said. Uh, somebody says this, uh, you do you, Big Daddy. 
That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. And I and I'll and uh, you choose to live your way the exciting I've, life the exciting way, and I well, choose to live my life pretty boring. Well, I don't know that it's exciting. I mean, mm-hmm. I I have uh, I've thought about trying to be a little bit more even keeled from time to time, and then I I thought that that's just that's not me, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, you know, living mm-hmm. the living the highs and living the lows is mm-hmm. is it's kind of that's that's who, that's who I am, and mm-hmm. so. That's who I've chosen to to be. Mm-hmm. So, if you're with me, great. If you if you don't like it, I get it, man. I understand. It's just uh, my slice of life. Okay. See, I try to ride the highs, and when it gets low, just realize that it's going to get high again, and we can get through it and be positive about it. I did say I try. I don't try, know that I'm very try. successful with trying. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Drive, it is Cinco de Mayo, the 5th of May. And with this day in sports history, here is Jeff McGuire. Going to start in 1925. Detroit center fielder Ty Cobb had a really, really good day. Okay. Six for six, four runs scored, five RBI, 16 total bases mm. in the Tigers' 14 to 8 win over the Browns at Sportsman Park in St. Louis. That's a big day. That's a Hall of Fame career right there, right? Well, I don't know about a career. If you only have six hits for your career, I don't know that you're getting no, a Hall of Fame day. How about that? It's a pretty good one. Can't imagine he had many that were better than that. <laughs> no, probably not. 1966, Willie Mays hits home run number 512 in his career. Yeah, a lot of people thought he'd be the guy to replace Babe Ruth as the home run king. Yeah. I think I I think his problem was uh age and injuries. There at the end it wasn't uh it wasn't very kind to him and probably technology and you know in terms of diet and and training and you know not working, you know Throughout the whole year, I think it just you know kind of caught up to him there at the end. 1969, the Milwaukee Bucks signed number one draft pick star UCLA center Lou Alcindor. We know him better as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And that was a coin flip. That we know him better as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. The number one pick. And I'll get the details on that. That was a. Um, that was a coin flip that the uh, Bucks won. Lucky, lucky coin flip. Mm-hmm. So if I were to say we're talking about the Kentucky Derby. Yep. First horse you think of. Secretary. Very good. 99th Kentucky Derby was run today with Ron Tarshi aboard Secretariat. Wins in one minute, 59.4 seconds. The fastest Kentucky Derby ever. And what year? 1973. Fastest. Why have the horses not gotten faster? Uh, From all of the genetics that have been looked at at Secretariat, he was an absolute freak. His heart was literally twice as big as a normal horse. So he could pump oxygen through his body easier, pump more through it. His mm-hmm. muscles uh, could get stronger mm-hmm. because of it and work harder because of it. So he was a better athlete because he had a bigger heart. Yes. Never underestimate the heart of a champion. See, Chuck, if I was just a nicer person, I could be a better tennis player. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
I had a bigger heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could get to more balls. Yeah. Oh, man. 1995, the last basketball game at the Boston Gardens. The Celtics were eliminated from the playoffs by the Orlando Magic, 95 to 92. That's really sad. I, I love the old Boston Garden. I don't think anybody who played there loved it. Loved it. You know, I think you're. I think you're right. Twenty twenty one. Baltimore Oriole pitcher John Means no hits the Seattle Mariners six to nothing at T-Mobile Park in Seattle. He's a West Virginia guy. It is. National Enchilada Day. Okay, well, it makes sense, right? Since it is Cinco de, Cinco de Mayo. Right. Uh, people celebrating your birthday on Cinco de Mayo would be including Adele, who's 35. Adele. Hmm. Henry Calville is 40, and Brian Williams is 64. NBC News, Brian Williams? That's the one. The one that faked all the news? Well, they fake all the news, just some one, of it, you know. One particular story. Guys, that, you talk about a guy throwing his career away. I mean, I loved him on the nightly news. I think, you know, Lester Holt does a great job. But Brian Williams, man, he looked like an anchorman. He didn't always act like one, though, because the floating bodies going by his hotel room in New Orleans for Hurricane Katrina weren't. Maybe that was a little overemphasized. <laughs> That's what got him, part of what got him in trouble. Mm. I thought it was the fake reports that he was being shot at in Baghdad. I think yeah, well, that, that that was the that was the that one what I remember. I remember yeah. Okay, yeah. The Lester uh, and, Holt guy just, I mean, he just looks like he's had too much work done. Really? Well, he's lost some weight since he's become the anchorman. Yeah. But I don't know. He, I'm, I'm, he, he's uncomfortable to look at. Okay. Just the, <laughs> Just, I think the backstory on him would be you would, I think you would very much like him. I think you would, I think he very much doesn't take himself like uh, too too seriously. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Just looks like he's had a lot of work done. Okay. Well, I'm not 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 aware of the mechanics of his work. And while Chuck could probably tell us what happened on this day in 1961 mm. with regards to Alan Shepard. could, yes. We are not going to focus on that today. Mm. Instead, we're going to go to 1862. Mm. During the French and Mexican War, an outnumbered Mexican army defeats a powerful invading French force at Pueblo. The retreat of the French troops at the Battle of Pueblo represented a great moral victory for the people of Mexico, symbolizing the country's ability to defend its sovereignty against a powerful foreign nation. Though not a major strategic battle in the overall war against the French, the victory of Pueblo galvanized the Mexican resistance. And six years later, France withdrew. Later that same year, Australian Archduke Ferdinand Maximilian, who had been installed as the Emperor of Mexico by Napoleon in 1864, was captured and executed by a firing squad. And that is what we celebrate Cinco de, Cinco de Mayo right. on this day in sports history. Yeah, because were it not for that band of farmers, uh, Napoleon might have kind of gone straight up through Mexico into Texas. And we might be saying, what is it you always say? Wee oui, wee? Oui. <laughs> you say wee oui, wee, oui, and you say, excuse me, what's up? What's, what do you have? How do you... Excuse moi, s'il vous plaît. Yeah, there you go. Right that. <laughs> Could you imagine this show in French? Would it make any more sense? Probably not. Okay. No, Any other not. language that it would make as much mm-hmm. sense as it does in the English language? Mm. 
would it sound would it sound more sophisticated if we spoke French? Did you guys both take Spanish in high school and college? I did. I took I, I took Sp- I Spanish in in uh, in college, not in high school. What did you take, Jeff? I had French at Tech for a year, and the only thing I remember from it is <laughs> je déteste la française. Oui, oui. Um, yeah, I I started with I did French in high school, and then took Spanish. In junior college, and did not enjoy it at all. Mm-hmm. And so when I and when I ended up coming to tech, I went full on French. Full on French. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah. If you went to France, would you? Could you understand it if it was like on a menu or something along those lines? Do you think? I would get bits and pieces here okay. and there. Okay. But I don't think I could okay. survive without having, you know, kind of a refresher course. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, here's the 1969 draft, which was a coin flip between the um, Milwaukee Bucks and the Phoenix Suns. And that was a coin flip that was done in the commissioner's office on March the 19th of that year. The Suns went second, and then the remaining uh, first-round draft picks were assigned to teams in reverse order of their one loss record in the previous year. But he- here's the thing that's interesting is the number two pick – he didn't work at all. I remember this guy, Neil Walk, from the Phoenix Suns. And then Lucius Allen went to the Seattle Supersonics. He was also a guy that played at UCLA, but not anywhere near uh, the career that other kinds of guards from you. I mean, he played on a good UCLA team because of Lou Alcindor, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Terry Driscoll went fourth. A guy named Bingo Smith went sixth Bingo. to the San Diego Rockets. People forget that the Houston Rockets started in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And then they would eventually, oh, maybe that's not correct. I think the San Diego Rockets eventually be, moved to L.A. and became the Clippers. Anyway, the the, <clears throat> the only guys that really in the top ten that kind of stand out, JoJo White, he went to the Boston Celtics with the ninth pick, and Butch Beard, who played at Louisville, he went to the tenth selection to the Atlanta Hawks. And, but you know, you kind of look, look down the – the list of that draft and there really wasn't really wasn't just a whole lot there that just kind of just stood out to you norm van leer went in the late stages of that draft you remember him he played for the bulls mm-hmm. didn't didn't play any championship teams but man there there was a point in time where norm van leer was kind of the he was the face of the bulls in terms of the toughness and physical play and things like that that's that's what i remember from uh from norm uh, Van Leer. Anyway, just... Uh, the San Diego Rockets did become the Houston Rockets. Did become the Houston Rockets. They okay, did. thank you. They would also have be uh, the San Diego Clippers, I think, at some point in time. And then the clip joint would move to uh, Los Angeles. All right. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Five, thank you for being with us today. High school playoff baseball today. Lubbock Cooper is up one game to none over Caprock out of Amarillo. And we'll have uh, game two of that potential three-game series tonight at 5 on 100.7 the score. Pirates won yesterday 3-2. to two. Good baseball game. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, Friendship today takes on El Paso Eastwood. Game one of potentially three. That'll be tonight at 7. They'll play that at home. And we'll have that for you at 7 o'clock tonight. Is that correct or is it in El Paso? It is no, it's a neutral site game. Oh, neutral site I game. Can't can't, can't, can't where can't remember where it is. Okay. Going. okay. 
somewhere. It's not. It's not. Keeping track of Choice Woodman is a full time job yeah, for somebody. Told else. me it was about a three hour drive. So. Okay, so it's three hours from here. <laughs> but we'll have it on the radio for you on you know, Sunny ninety seven seven. Is it New Mexico? Okay, We're, it actually might be. I don't remember. Okay, got to find out. Hey, uh, crack the code. Okay, uh, the other day, uh, Gerardo Gonzalez uh, did crack the code. Way to uh, go! Actually, yesterday Gerardo. he cr- cracked the code. So we're going to scratch him out of the check for a G whiz, thousand bucks, one thousand dollars. Okay, thousand mm-hmm. Somalis. Good you for know? him. Yeah. Uh, Gerardo uh, cracked the code. His uh, guess was 31854. So congratulations to Gerardo Gonzalez from Double T 97.3 in the home zone where they make your house a home. You can, too, be a participant in this final contest. All you have to do is go to Double T 97.3.com, answer a couple of questions, and we'll have a new code on Monday. And another yes. opportunity for you to win $1,000 from Double T 97.3 in the home zone. If you can crack the code, and then at the end of this deal, somebody's going to have a chance to win $5,000, okay? So hopefully uh, you are playing along with us and uh, having a little fun, and that's really what this is all about, just having a little fun, okay? And and awarding somebody some, some money. it's about trying to win some money. Sure, sure, mm-hmm. and winning some money, too. I all just, those things. That'd make it a lot more fun. I just got a very disappointing text. From? Choice Woodman. Where is he? I asked if they were playing in New Mexico today. Yeah. He said no, not today. Not today. That's very disappointing. Where are they playing? Well, he I didn't, didn't ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know if they were playing in New Mexico or not. <laughs> that was the fun part of the story. You know what? I, I, I'm going to try to make a pledge, and I, I don't know that I'll be able to do this or not. I'm going to try to not get Billy bitter about these... Playing high school playoff games in, from in, Texas in, in the state of New Mexico. In New Mexico, right? I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to do that. I, I and, would. I would imagine Chuck that all the coaches would prefer to be in Texas too. I don't okay. think they they choose New Mexico because it's a fun vacation yeah. site. Yeah. I think they they're kind of stuck. Okay. I'm gonna that happen. I'm gonna try not to to kind of go off on a rant on that, and then I'm I'm also going to try um, to. Um, to not be so, you know, overboard on the uh, high school graduation stuff, too. I'm not going to embrace it. I'm just going to try not to make a big deal out of it. I said try. But, you know, every time I try to live life on the, just the, you know, straight tracks of the Cannonball Express, it mm-hmm. just doesn't, it just doesn't work out for me. But when I'm, when I'm on the, you know, you know, Zambezi zinger, then that's mm-hmm. I'm, I'm better. I'm better at that. Uh, Jeff, I just hope that we're still around for when, I mean, when the young phenom is leading, you know, something Monterey into the state championship of baseball. Uh, he'd be a Cooper kid. And okay, all right, leading Lubbock Cooper you know. to the state championship of baseball. Mm-hmm. Something. Mm-hmm. You know, deciding game. <laughs> It'd be in New Mexico. And, and no, graduation no, day. no, and it's on graduation day. Yeah. And, you know, the lucky lady is like, well, is he going to play in the state championship <laughs> game? And Chuck's like, it's not even a question. He's not going to graduation. Question. He is going to play in this game. Yeah. Let's see how quick yeah. that flips. We'll see. 
see how that works out. You'll have uh, major league recruits at every single one, yeah. his, uh, scouts uh, yeah. at every single one of his games, I, watching his 85 mile an hour fastball just flying past people in the high school level. Well, you know. he's only thrown 85s, not having scouts. No, that's his freshman year. I, I think his freshman uh, year. I think Boy Wonder's got the more. I think he's more apt to be in that in that realm. I think uh, the young phenom might. He he seems to be more um, vocal on things, and he might he might be more theatrical or singing wise, mm. or he might be in his or karate mode. He might be hey karate, and he might doing be doing that. Maybe he's calling the game. He could be. He, mm. He's I mean he he loves to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, folks, no DNA. <laughs> <laughs> he loves he loves to talk. Yeah. Okay. Let's get him All right. Let's uh, let's get him hired. Let's hear a couple things. Oh, he'd love. Wouldn't that. that be a great morning show? He, he Chuck and the Young Fino. He. he what would we call? He's it? got it all down. I mean, he can do double T ninety seven It's so funny because I saw. Um, I have. A, I bought myself. Oh, I didn't buy myself. A daughter daughter number two bought the picture frame for me, the digital ones where you can put a bunch of pictures on there. And so mm-hmm. I'm a picture guy and I like, I like that. And so I have a picture of me and the young phenom when he was, um, Oh, probably this is probably, this is probably three years ago. And he's sitting in your chair and, uh, <laughs> this is a complete compliment to you. Okay. Cause he loves Jamie and, uh, he's, he's looking, he's just looking there and he looks kind of Solomon. And we took the picture and, and it took several. And I'm like, hey, why didn't you smile? And he's like, oh, I wanted to look like Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> and you see him. I mean, he's just looking. He's just looking you straight ahead. You should have ahead. told him if he really wanted to, he it looked like me during this show. He should have been shaking his head. Well, he, he just, put his, put his he, head in his hands. I mean, he his just, face in his hands. <laughs> He did. He just he just looked there and he just kind of had he was just looked like he was listening to me and just like he just like oh, I, I wanted to be like Jamie. Mm. I'm like okay, yeah. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> so you are. Uh, okay. Have they been in the new building yet? Have, have not. I... Have not. Are you waiting for ingrained invitations for the guided tour? No, no, no. I'm just I haven't. I don't know. I just hadn't been compelled yet. Haven't been compelled. Yeah, I just haven't hasn't been the right timing okay wow this hasn't been uh this hasn't been are we we need fireworks when they walk in i mean yeah let's we'll see hey uh let's hear from coach uh, tim tadlock that's far more interesting uh because i think people want to want to know why uh and this is jumping ahead to next week and uh, tuesday in the acu game Abilene christian tech will uh they'll finish up the game that uh was uh, suspended because of weather. And here's Coach Tadlock on why they're finishing that ACU game. Well, so, again, I go back, Don, the home plate meeting, we agreed to finish it in Lubbock if it was halted. And so I guess where you could get would be is if you didn't want to finish it um, on either side. Um, To me, if you agree to do something, need to try to do it no matter what the score is. I mean, I think if we're on the other side of it, I think we want to finish it. I think if it's 0-0, zero, zero, you're probably talking about finishing it. There, there's probably more. I mean, initially, yeah, they want to finish the game worse than we do, you know, initially. But at the same time, we've never shied away from 
down six nothing in the fourth or fifth. I mean, like you're still gonna have to get us out five times. And so, granted, we'll have to pitch and play good defense and do things. But as far as the rules go, if it's agreed upon at home plate, to, for instance, to play a run rule in a game. Um, which it was, by the way, in that game. If it's agreed upon, you're supposed to have to play the run rule, um, to my knowledge. And so, um, to me, like if you say something, you try to do it. I guess it's probably the simplest way. Um, and you probably, at this time of year, probably the more interesting thing is you start talking about the RPI pieces and all that. And, there are teams with bad RPIs that get canceled on this time of year. Those things do happen. Um, to me, we need to be playing good baseball. And so, how do you get to do that? You get to, you need to play. <laughs> so, to me, 14 innings could put you in a position to, you know, play really good baseball. And it's exactly what you talked about almost immediately when word came down that this game was going to be played that's this is a game this is something that was agreed upon and coach tadlock's going to do what he says he's going to do he's going to keep his word yeah and that's admirable it's the right thing to do absolutely absolutely now go win it and you only get better playing baseball by playing baseball (laughs) that makes a lot of sense right yeah i mean you're you're doing the right thing so the Mm -hmm. sports gods should say yeah man let's reward them So go take it. Go take it. Go get it. Go get it. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Jamie's question of the day on Double T 97.3 is presented by Bizarre Solutions. Call them today for a free cybersecurity audit. Uh, 7.31 this morning here on the Morning Drive. Before we get to your question of the day, did you... uh, did you hear the end of the bench, uh, the Derby number two, and the uh, play-by-play call by uh, Clint Scott? I heard it was spectacular. It was pretty good. It was I really had good. A chance to get to it. It, it was. It was really good. Um, the th- thing that was maybe most fascinating was Jeff and Choice laughing during during the uh, the broadcast, but it was um, it was it was it was very good. Uh, they did a good they did a good job of that. So, uh, congratulations to those guys for making that all happen all right uh your question of the day for me jeff and our the super fine 99 listening audience all right i'm gonna go to red raider baseball here and mm-hmm. as you know i always hate to put things on one particular player okay, okay so i'm gonna give you i'm gonna ask for two players okay i want you to tell me if the red raiders are going to get this thing done play well down the stretch Get to the NCAA postseason. Who are the two guys that you feel like need to be playing at the t- at the top of their game? Maybe you would say that they need to step it up, or maybe you say they just need to be doing what they're doing. Who are the two guys that you feel like are the most key to getting that done? All right, I'm going to give you. I think I'm going to give you a a, a player. The low hanging fruit would be Gavin Cash. Um. But I think um, I think Kevin Bazell has been a guy that's been pretty consistent for you this year, and so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say Kevin Bazell from a, a, a an everyday standpoint because I think he's just been 
he's been I think he's been solid, you know, in terms of his hits, his production, um, stuff like that. And then just from a uh, a pitching standpoint, uh, I think you got to have Brendan Gurton be up, you know, kind of be who he's supposed to be and and deliver for you because you got to have somebody that can come in and help shore up that bullpen. And if he ain't going to start, the men you got to get outs when we need them. Mm-hmm. So that, I'm going to; those are the two guys I'm going with. Okay, Jeff, I'll take the low hanging fruit, um, and it's because you relied on him so much early, and mm-hmm. he's had some struggles recently. Uh, and if you want to get back to where you want this to be, Gavin Cash needs to be closer to what he was earlier in the season. Um. And granted, his struggles are where a lot of people would like to be on a normal day. But um, that's you've relied on him too much offensively uh, for it to be faltering as it has been recently. Uh, And the other low hanging fruit, I think, is Gurdon. He needs to be who we know he can be. And we have seen evidence of that. And I don't know what's causing it. If it's just a. If it's a mechanics issue, if it's a a headspace issue, if it's just I think it's a confidence issue. Yeah, I but trust in his stuff. Get getting that turned around, like, and, and this is ridiculous. But if you win all the rest of your games for the rest of the remainder on the schedule, you're going to the uh, NCAA tournament. That's how it works because you would have won the Big Twelve tournament, winning you the guaranteed bid. Um, and I'm not saying that you have to do that. I was going to say, you don't have to win them but all to get there. <laughs> if it, you go win your games and take care of your, your business, you don't have to worry about it. And those two guys getting back to form would be a big key in getting that far. Okay. Uh, offensively, I'm, I'm going to go one offense, one pitching. And I, I do look at Gavin Cash. And, and just because... He has been so key, and it feels like he's the guy that everybody else feeds off of. When Gavin's swinging it, it feels like, um, you know, that other guys start to, you know, kind of uh, rubs off on them, and they start to swing it well. Um, Kevin Mazzell and Nolan Hester have been terrific, and maybe they deserve to be the answer here. Uh, Hester does a terrific job setting the table, and Kevin Mazzell has just been so incredibly consistent but Gavin Cash, when he's on, there's such a bigger upside. Okay. Okay, and it's it's hitting balls out of the ballpark, exciting the crowd, exciting the team. Everybody feels better. It's driving in a bunch of runs. It's all those things. Nolan Hester can do terrific work leading off for you and setting mm-hmm. the table and seeing a lot of pitches and all those things, but it's not a big momentum swing when Nolan Hester – draws a 3-2 walk. Okay. You know, when Gavin Cash turns on one and hits a two-run homer and the crowd gets behind him and the team all of a sudden is feeling good about themselves, it does more for the entire team, in my opinion. That makes sense. That's not to downplay what Hester and Bazell are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, they're both, I mean, have been so incredibly good. And they've been a blast to watch and a blast to see for somebody like me that appreciates a guy that Every single at bat, it's a battle, and they don't ever give in. I have so much respect for those two young men who every, you know, every at bat it looks like they're giving everything they got. On the pitching side of things, I guess I'm I'm leaning back to the, 
you know, get back to where you used to be. You got to step up. And that's Ryan Free. When you were at your best this year, Ryan Free was throwing really well out of the bullpen. Um, I, 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 you know, Brandon Beckel is obviously very key, but I, I feel like Beckel uh, had a, you know, he's had a couple rough outings that weren't great, but they weren't terrible. Okay. Uh, he still didn't, didn't give up a bunch of runs. So my confidence level with Beckel is still really, really high. Um, I just think you got you you absolutely have to get Ryan back to where he was, you know, doing big things for you. I mean, he didn't have to be as perfect as he was at Oklahoma, where he went fifteen up, fifteen inning down. You just you need to give him a couple innings and and hang a couple zeros, and um, you need more arms to you know to stretch out a little bit in the bullpen. So Coach Tadlock's not having to do what he was trying to do on Sunday, where juggle a bunch of guys in key situations. Uh, it's just really hard to do. So uh, Ryan Free would be my second guy. Okay. But n- none of our answers are really bad answers, right? No. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I don't think so. Because sometimes we've had mm. me, I'll say me, have had bad answers. Uh, somebody brings up with regard to um, the offense, including Gavin Cash, but also said as far as the offense goes, we need uh, Cash and Dylan Carter at their best. What's your thought on on Dylan Carter? Yeah, I I don't know. Um, I, I I definitely think we do need Cash at his best. Um, as far as Dylan Carter goes, uh, Dylan's defense is spectacular. Um, you know, are you looking at the body of work that is Dylan Carter for the first what we saw for the first couple of years, and then what we've saw for the last few weeks or a couple of weeks since he's come back? Or are you looking at Dylan Carter, who he was at the beginning of this season? Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I don't think Dylan is as spectacular offensively as he was at the beginning of the season, but I think he's capable of so much more than what we're we've seen since he's come back. I'm just anxious for him to get feeling comfortable at the plate again. I, I felt like the difference in him early on in the season was he wasn't looking for walks. It looked like to me that Dylan wanted to do damage, and that was the difference between Coleman, or not Coleman Carter, early this season compared to last season. Whereas last season he was like, oh, I just got to find a way on base. I just got to find a way on base. This year he's like, you know, early in the season was, you know, I'm looking to drive in runs, and I think you've got to be that guy that's more aggressive, and that comes from confidence. That comes from, you know, just being. Um, you know, comfortable to play and feel like you're seeing the ball well and all that good stuff. And I don't think Dylan's back there yet. So it would be great to get him back because having that uh, bat at the bottom of the lineup that that lengthens the lineup and makes a pitcher feel like, man, I can't relax anywhere mm-hmm. in this lineup, it, it would be massive. Do you, do you think um, that potentially the, the hand could still be causing him a, a bit of a problem, especially at the plate? I guess potentially, but I don't think they'd have him back out there if he wasn't. I didn't know if maybe, you know, it's like stinging when he hits it or something like that, you know, just. I think if that was the case, they'd have somebody out there. Okay. Out out there playing. All right. Uh, 745. Real quick. Somebody wants to know the odds that uh, Texas takes in the postseason. I still think it's above 50%. I don't think it's much higher than that. This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.